You are now listening to Black Guy Therapy, a therapeutic podcast. I feel the beat, I feel the beat, I feel the <laughs> Oh, man. It's been a while since I heard that. Man, it has been know, far man. too long. Man, I, exactly. Exactly. And we still in pandemic protocol because the 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 uh they call it the Omnicron, but we, the black folks call it Amarion. The Amarion. The Amarion. Strand. <laughs> <laughs> the Amarion strand is here. Oh man, don't do my boy like that. <laughs> this 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 strand of COVID is dancing all over the people. <laughs> icebox where our hearts used to be. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and it's putting a it's putting the icebox on hearts of the unvaccinated. Straight there up. it is. <laughs> anyway, what touching people all over the place, you know what I mean? Literally. Literally touching the world. <laughs> the whole world. Anyway, welcome everybody to Black Guy Therapy. We have been away for a while. But we back. So, you know, sometimes you just got to take a moment and step away. Mm-hmm. And then when you come back, you try to come back a little bit better than when you left. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully, right? I'm only putting good vibes out here, though. So I'm saying we're going to come back better than we left. Amen. 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 <laughs> Amen. All right, anyway, yeah, welcome to Black Guy Therapy. We are a therapeutic podcast. If it's your first time listening to us, know that we are podcast designed for black men to just vent about things that generally we wouldn't vent about with the general population. However, um, we are here for you. We are also here for ourselves because, again, this is Black Guy Therapy. This is about us, right? This is about us. This is about things we go through. This is about what we're going through in the area and the spaces that we're in right now. All those things, right? So... Anyway, as we used to do before the season was so rudely interrupted, and I think it's been since July since we've done um, an episode, and here we are in December. Um, I think like July 19th might have been the last one, y'all, so we, it's been a while, but it's good to see uh, Joel and Gerard. We're good to to see y'all. We're missing Henry today, but that's okay. We'll we'll get him on the rebound, but anyway, Joel, what's up? Man, so much. <laughs> Clearly, since July, so much is up. But uh, I'm doing good, so I'll leave it there. Good. Gerard, how are you, sir? Hey, man, um, you know, as you would say, I'm just happy to be here, you know. Um, by the graces of God, you know, it's, uh, uh, since our last podcast, I have welcomed a, a new child to the family. Oh, man, congrats. Um, so congrats. that's, uh, say this major life moves. I have uh, you know, started a new job. So uh had a lot of life life changes since our our last uh, soiree here. So That's uh, dope. I think that deserves yeah, a clap. Is a lot that- a lot of things to be happy and blessed and uh, thankful for. You know, Thanksgiving just went and came and passed, so I got a lot to be thankful for these days. That's legit. I'm gonna give you a round of applause for that. You get that yeah, clap it up. all of that. Clap it up for him. Yeah, you get all of yeah. that. Um I've been living. <laughs> That's what I've been doing, right? <laughs> <laughs> I've been living, y'all, and I've been living all right. I'm going to say it that way. Everybody's good. Family's good. People are great. It's glad to be. I'm glad to be back with you all here in this space. Anyways, 
Man, it's been a while. I'm sorry, yeah. y'all. It, it, it's just taking me a minute to just kind of grasp the moment that we're back in, right? Um, yeah, it's, 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 a, it's an energy, right? It's, yeah. You can kind of feel it's like, man, I'm back where I mean, I'm supposed to be. Yeah, it is. I was, you know, talk to my wife sometimes, like, you know, it's, you know, we're talking to the people, we're talking to each other, but like you said, it's a, it's therapy for ourselves because we get to actually, you know, talk to each other about topics that we, we enjoy and topics that we need to talk about. So it's, it's good to, it's good to be here. Legit. Um, and you know, it, I'm glad I'm going to say this. We have been getting listens worldwide. So, um, I was looking, I, I, everybody knows it's the end of the year. So if you're, if you listen to Spotify, you get that, you know, 2020 or 2021 wrapped, you know, where they say all the songs you've been listening to or whatever, what you yep. listen to the most, right? Y'all know what I'm talking yep. about? Yep. Yeah. Okay. So someone sent me um, a screenshot of, of their most listened stuff. And I'd be damned if BGT wasn't in it. That's what's uh. up. So that right there just lets me know that we are reaching people. Right. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And I mean, not only are we reaching people, we're reaching people worldwide. Like I was looking at our just our statistics and we're all over the place. And considering this is black guy therapy, I like to think that when I see the other countries that we're being listened to in, that the people that are listening are people of color in those countries. Because I see countries that. You know, I really don't know if there's, I mean, I'm sure that, I mean, black people are all over the world, but, you know, you just don't know how many, like when, when you see Israel, like I know there's black people in Israel, when you see Norway, you know what I'm saying? Like you don't really see a whole lot of black people in Norway. Right. But you you see this and you're like, oh man, maybe we're reaching somebody there. And that, that makes me happy. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I love I mean, it. Maybe some somebody else is getting something out of it too. You know, just you know, we talking about it from a black space, but you know, some of our same struggles, you know, other ethnicities they going through it. You know what I mean? And somebody might be trying to learn something. So, you know, they may have a black son at home. They may have a, you know, black daughter at home or something that they want to listen to and kind of figure out what's going on. So, you see, know, I didn't even think about that. I didn't even think yeah. about when we're if we're talking and you have. You know, I I say white folks, but if you have, um, you know, folks on the other end of the diaspora, (laughs) um, (laughs) but but let's just be real. When we're talking about um, white people who have black children, maybe like you said, maybe they are getting some from this. I never even thought of that. Maybe we are reaching that, too. Who knows? That's a good call. Yeah, definitely. definitely. Anyway. Anybody else got anything on their mind? I mean, that whew. I mean, it's a hell of an intro for for season five point five. Point five. Five point five. Look, it's crazy. We ended the last season with, well, I say we ended. We stopped our last episode in season five, but it was our first episode of season five, and then we were gone. So oh. now. We're back, right? So now this is season 5.5. I like it. So I like it, man. It's a nice nice number. Number five there. Can I kick it off? 
Yeah. Something something nice right before the end of the year, you know, kind of get things rolling again. Um, we'll talk about a lot of different things this year, you know, get BGT rolling um, once again. And, Definitely. you know, we might, you know, we need to get, you need to get, we need to get us like a, uh, like an Instagram or uh, Twitter, we have one. Like, That's the thing. We got one. Okay. I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, I'm going to let you be in charge of it. How about all that? All right, all right, <laughs> all right. We we'll, we'll get on that just to post a couple of things there and um, yeah, see if that can. So truth, see truth somebody may told, have some questions for you. We were doing a great job of posting on there for a while, and by we, I yeah. mean me, because I I had it, um, and then again, kind of fell off the wagon. Um, but would like <laughs> I'm going to get back on the wagon here sooner yeah. or later and 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 make it happen. Right, well. We'll we'll fix that. Don't you worry. I'm here for you. There you go. <laughs> oh man. Oh, anything else, gentlemen, before we get started with today's festivities? Hey, I I'm ready to to talk about some of these, you know. Well, first, Todd, let's do this. Let's kind of explain the how we're breaking the show up now as opposed to before so people can understand what's happening as we're progressing through for the entirety of the episode. Cause I love this, this new format that we're going to be using. Okay, cool. Don't worry everybody. I'll tell you how we're going to do this. So now um, we want to be a little bit more structured as before we, you know, we talked about whatever we talked about and, and that was a good thing, right? That, that was therapeutic. Um, and, and we really like that type of structure. However, comma, we want to be a little bit more structured. Um, we want to give you, um, how do you say, I don't even know the word to describe it, but we're going to give it to you. But anyway, this is how we're going to start doing it. We're going to give you about 15 minutes of current events, right? So just things that are going on in the news or whatever that's going on in today's life. Doesn't have to be the news, but just whatever. Then we're going to give you 15 minutes of health, right? Now, our health is going to come from our good doctor, Dr. Gerard Parrish. He's going to give us uh, some some good health tips. And no, he's not a medical doctor. He is a pharmacist, and so he knows pills. He's a legal drug dealer, and we love him for it. Uh, <laughs> the next um, 15 minutes, we're going to do our therapy session. So this is where we're going to talk about maybe an issue that's um, related specifically to us as either black men, black people, um, people of color, uh, in the diaspora, right? Um, then the last 15 minutes is going to be like our wind down or our, our, what I would say, our healing session, right? So this is where we get to just <sighs> woo-saw, figure it out. Hey, we talked about this. Now let's discuss how we're going to fix our problems, right? So that's kind of how we're going to do it now. So I love it. So I say let's we should just jump right from there into current events. Let's do it. Anything super hot, because I've got something that I want to share, but anything super hot anybody else wants to start with? I'll let you go first. All right. So are we familiar with the metaverse? Yes. I think we're a little bit about the same thing. Yes. Okay. <laughs> go ahead. So the, the metaverse, the way I, I was kind of talking to my wife and I was explaining it to her because she hadn't heard of it. And I was like, this is the equivalent to what Marvel has for the multiverse. It's just an alternate reality that exists outside of the reality that we live in. So when you think about Elon Musk and the Neuralink that he was building, 
which is similar to in the movie The Matrix, where you plug into an artificial intelligence and can kind of have this full body experience via technology. So <clears throat> think of it that way, excuse me. Now, metaverse is a, I don't know if the term was created by or, or I don't know what, but Mark Zuckerberg of Facebook and so many other multimedia and social media platforms is the founder or creator of this term, at least in this context. And what they're doing is they're connecting directly to churches, which I thought was brilliant because I'm thinking, okay, during the last two years, what we saw was people couldn't meet, they couldn't congregate in large numbers. So what happened to your church folk? They had to stay home. What better way to connect to church folk than to create a Facebook for church? Then I started thinking like, wow, what makes Facebook successful? How does somebody that's a active participant or a user of a YouTube that uses their content, how do they get paid? Oh, ads. What kind of ads can possibly run for churches? And I start thinking about, oh man, maybe like um, your hover rounds, the scooters, the walkers, all these various things that impact older people. Now it's right in their face all the time. I'm like, man, this is scary but it's also such a brilliant marketing tactic. So that was my initial thoughts, but it isn't just Zuckerberg. That's just kind of how the world works. I'm curious to hear what you guys think about that. And, and just to make sure that I'm not just going way off in the left field on some conspiracy theorist talk, but that's what I see happening. No, so I'm, let, me, let me jump in here. Let me get on the horse and ride it, as they say. Um, so... I was going to say in this space, because I was going to talk about crypto, but I was specifically going to talk about the metaverse and crypto, right? Now, this is not financial advice. I'm not a financial cryptologist, any of that stuff. Like, do your own research, right? But what I've been finding, because I'm into crypto, like, I look, I, I pride myself because I tell people I turned $1,700 of crypto into $22 thousand dollars in crypto i don't know how i did it maybe it was luck but i did it right but i'm I, always, <laughs> I see when i when i look at the metaverse and i look at what's going on in the crypto space you have all of these people who are buying um virtual real estate matter of fact there was a, mm -hmm. a piece of virtual real estate um in the metaverse that just sold for 2.2 million dollars now this isn't even real Yikes. it's in a freaking computer right it's code these are codes in a computer and somebody paid 2.2 million u.s dollars mm. for virtual real estate now the cool thing about that is there are some opportunities for people for lay people like us right we may not be able to afford 2.2 million dollars in virtual real estate but we can afford the coins that make the money move right so there are all these new metaverse coins and coins um, and tokens that are going to um, function for the metaverse that are going to be um, supplements to the metaverse to move um, currency, to move U.S. currency, to move any other currency in the world, right? Because let's be real, crypto is kind of the future, right? It, there's only so much of it. They can't make it. Well, I mean, they can always make more of it by making a new crypto, but they you know, whatever crypto you use, once you make the number, that's it. There is no other. Um, right. So 
there's an opportunity for us to get in this space and make some of these monies. Now, because the metaverse is so new um, and people are just kind of now understanding or trying to understand what it is and what it's about, there are crypto, there are there are coins and tokens that are like point zero 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 five cents or point zero 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 two cents, right? That have to do with these spaces. So you could buy, matter of fact, I'm I'm gonna share. I bought one the other day, yesterday, matter of fact. It I paid thirty six dollars um, for a coin that I don't think is really gonna do any much of anything. It's called what do I call it. I think it's called Meta Meta Musk, right? So Meta as in like the metaverse and then musk is an elon musk um i paid 36 dollars and i got 11 trillion no i'm sorry i got 11 billion tokens so and it was at point zero 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 four right now if this token hits point zero 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 five i make a million dollars it's worth the risk. It's worth the risk. So I put thirty six dollars in, and if it hits four zeros and a five, I make a million dollars. And these are the opportunities that 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 we have right now. Let's be real. Crypto is kind of like gambling, right? It's like I bet it all on black, and that's kind of what I did, right? But I only bet thirty six dollars of it on black. But if I win, I win big, and if I lose, I don't yeah. lose much. So. Back to the metaverse, all I'm saying is we need to be able to position ourselves to get into this crypto game that's going to be in this metaverse so we as black people can get paid. Period, full stop. So so what I love about that is I, I think there's such a great opportunity because normally there's two things that happen. One, if you don't have a whole lot of... Uh, 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 what do they call it? Disposable, disposable income. income. Yeah. If you don't have a lot of disposable income, ooh, do I really want to take the risk of getting into a crypto game or another investment game? But when you hear somebody say, "Hey, I came in at thirty-six dollars," that's a, a, a night out at Logan's or Chili's or something like that. You know, maybe even less than that. So to think that you have to come in with an extremely large number—that's incorrect. Now, the challenge is still, and we have to be honest about this part, is you still need to be able to do a little bit of due diligence for the cryptos you're, that you're getting into, understanding what it's connected to, because each each crypto that's created, even all every new one that's created, it's connected to something. Sure. So understanding what it's connected to, that can give you a determining factor of, all right, where do I see this? Am I even interested? Do I understand this? Like when you think about NFTs, uh, and we talked about this a long time ago before, but if I think about an NFT and then what's the point? That's the argument. Like, why would I why would I buy a picture when everybody else can have the same picture? But we already talked about the, those unique identifiers that go along with photos. If I've got the first, which is considered the original, then I'm like, that's the first pair of Jordans ever made. So when you think about it that way, it puts a little bit of a different spin on it. But just understanding that to get into an investment, Number one, your mindset shouldn't be that every time I think about investing, my result from this investment is going to be I'm going to be a millionaire. That shouldn't be the thought. The thought is if I can come in low, low risk, 
put in a little bit and, and make more than I put in, that's a win. Yep. Always a win. Always. And then and then continue to build on that slowly. You don't have to come in putting ten thousand, twenty thousand, a hundred thousand dollars down to become a millionaire. It's doing it in in short order first. And as you see, kind of get comfortable with it. All right. Now I understand the way if you look at the line, how the lines kind of go up and down. Like when you're looking at your heartbeat, I forget what they call that machine. Um, but when you're looking at your heartbeat in the hospital, it's got those EKG. EKG thank you. And it's got your, your peaks and valleys that is showing you the same thing. If you watch the peaks and valleys with any cryptos or any any type of uh, uh, in, in those specific types of investment where you can watch the lines on them. You can kind of get into a habit where you're like, okay, after this many drops it's going to do this, or after this many climbs it's going to do this. So you can come in super light, come in small, let it do what it do. Even if it's somebody, some, something somebody suggested, just think about, all right, I could spend this $20 or this 30 or this $40 on this, on this liquor. I can go across, you know, go to over to Atlanta for the weekend and spend that money in gas, or I can stay home that weekend and put that forty or fifty dollars for gas towards this. It doesn't take a ton of money. Exactly. exactly. And like to get to uh, another part of the financial portion of that, and who think about who created the laws and why it's worthwhile to even get in investments in the first place, because they have a little bit of a caveat there too. If you do lose your money, you can write a, write a lot of it off on your taxes. If you lose a certain amount, you know, if you have losses, you know, you just take that out of your, your your taxable income, too. So they get you coming and going. So it's very advantageous to get into these spaces because they're going to try to tax you. If you make a lot of money on it, they're going to get the money from you. For so sure. You might oh, well. yeah. oh, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, if you want to be risky, then, you know, you can bet a little bit. And then, you know, a lot of times you can take some of that from the red on your on your taxes as well. So I think it, you know, when you don't realize that it seems very scary, but then once you start, you know, putting all the pieces total together, it makes it less, less of a risk and more of a, I, sh I should be doing this. This is what the people who, you know, are financially literate they're doing. And with this metaverse, like you said, Todd, and they, they got the NFTs, the cryptocurrencies, it's all got a space for it. Now you see where it's going. Like, you know, you got this here, and people are on computers all day. They're, we're not going backwards. Yeah. You know, due to the pandemic, we live on the computer more and more every day. We see the doctors now from the health perspective on the computer. We see, you know, each other. We're talking on a computer. We can be wherever we want to be and um, talk to each other. So I think the metaverse is a definitely a great um, space for us to make, you know, some income and then help, you know, others make income as well, you know. Less fortunate, who you know, may like you said, they can only put in a little bit of money, but it's worth it in the end. Yep, literally. sure, literally. Um, and and it's funny we talk about NFTs. I'm gonna share this story. I'm gonna give out this free pub because I'm gonna share this story, and I I have to give the pub because of the story. Anyway, so I don't know. Have y'all heard of Ilashiba Mrozik? She's she's mm -mm. she's a Nashvillean. She was on um. The TV show Ink Master. She's a tattoo artist, um, local to the Nashville area. Either one of y'all know her? I have not. No. Okay. Well, she's first off amazing. <laughs> yes. Um, yes. I'm sorry. Apologies. I absolutely know who you're talking about. Okay, yes. Perfect. So 
Um, and and you may, Gerard. I know you. You like. I don't know if I really know her, but if you've seen any artwork around the city on on walls like murals and stuff, she probably did those, or at least had a hand in those murals, especially on the black side of town, on like right. off Jefferson yeah. Street and 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 Charlotte and um, Martin Luther King. Um, but anyway, she tattoo artist now. She does, you know, it's, tattooing is a little different nowadays, too. It's not like the old school where they drew the picture and then they put it on that paper and then, you know, sprayed it on you or whatever. It's a little different. Yeah. Now, they they draw their, their photos on their iPads and then they have the auto, they have the paper that is like automatically, you know, does what it does to go on your skin. But they do everything like on their iPad in like, Photoshop and stuff like that, right? These these art apps, applications that are on their iPads. Now, she might, or this is what she's probably going to start doing, probably, maybe. Um, instead of putting her art, and well, I, let me let me backtrack. She's probably going to put her art out there as NFTs too, right? But Instead of doing that, she may be like, hey, look, I'm about to put this piece of art on your body, okay? I have the digital file, right? I am the creator of this digital file. I will send you this digital file for a set amount of money. You can have this file for this set amount of money, and then you can put it out there as an NFT. So now this artwork that's on your body, you can not only share it, um, you know, with people who see it on your body, but you can share it with the world by by minting it as an NFT, and you can get paid for this artwork that is on your body for the rest <laughs> of your life. Instead of putting a painting on a wall, putting a painting on your body. Yep. Mm -hmm. And you got the funds, and you got the you know the tag showing that it's yours, specific yep. to you. And you pay me for that tag. That's that's a lick right there. That is innovative thinking, man. It is. I mean, it's I can only think about these artists. They're gonna they're gonna be able to make so much more income due to this. You know. Yep. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. And you know what's funny? You know who told her to do this? Ooh. Me. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm in this space, right? I'm in this yeah. space, so I'm seeing this stuff happen in real time, and I'm like, look. This is a business opportunity for you. This is this is another way for you to grow your business and 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 make it seen worldwide. So now not yeah. only are you an award-winning tattoo artist, you're an award-winning NFT artist. Come on. There now. you go. Without any more work. Without any more work. Right now, now, and the cool thing about the NFTs, right? So when she mints her NFTs and they get sold, every time it gets sold, she gets a kickback. She gets a piece of every time it gets sold. So mm. let's say she sells it for 10000 the first time. Boom, she gets a piece of that. Let's say it goes for that person sells it for a million. She still gets a piece of that, even though she doesn't even know any of those people who made that transaction. Come on now. It's like the music industry. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you make a song and then somebody wants to use it or they want to, somebody may want to look at her painting and then and, and put it somewhere else. And yep. they got to pay to use that, you know? A copyright, you know, it's just it, you ain't. It's a copyright without having to get a lawyer involved, you know. Yes, <laughs> literally, literally, we're talking about royalty <laughs> fees straight up. Yeah, straight to your pocket, straight to your 
crypto wallet where that you there can you convert into U.S. dollars or where, whatever dollars, wherever you're from. Somebody may want to blow it up and put it on their wall. You know what I mean? So yep. Exactly. Isn't that crazy? That's crazy. That is. But this is, is this is where we are. This is this is where we are. I know the boomer generation is like that crypto is some nonsense and ain't gonna do nothing. But you know, I've learned throughout history, just you know, being a history major, I guess, <laughs> um, people who don't understand things will talk bad about them because they don't understand them. Right. Right. I mean, we can see that with black people in America. <laughs> so oh yeah so with that being is said right like older people who don't understand it they're they're getting left behind and now they're pissed like oh whatever they ain't gonna do nothing but i mean we're in a space even even i mean when we're talking about it on the floor in congress it's here to stay. right that should that should let you know um right there that it's getting big enough to where you know they're talking about it there the what is it called the um lakers stadium that they have staples center is not going to be crypto.com arena yeah yeah yep yep what now let me talk to you on that now let's let's be serious yeah you know? <laughs> exactly now Good call. you know like it's got too much money to go anywhere now exactly exactly yeah. now i'm about to i'm about to joe didn't i tell you to, to pick up some crypto a while back we did have this conversation okay are you up I, i'm up are you up significantly i'm up significantly okay gerard didn't we have a, a conversation matter of fact gerard didn't i send you a referral link to crypto.com because yes. I'm, I'm a crypto.com user myself um, yeah, i know speaking of yeah so and and you signed up and yeah. how much money did you put in i didn't put in anything oh you put in I anything I put in. I got just got twenty five dollars for signing up. For signing up link. at the time from the link, and you went up how much the other day? I think it's up to. It was up to like three hundred bucks. Yeah, <laughs> and I didn't do anything. I just looked at it and I was like, "Whoa!" Yeah, it's here. It's here to stay. Yeah. Point I'm making is here to stay. Second point I make is that you need to at least look into it. If you haven't looked into it already, you need to get into it. I mean. um, there are all type of um, crypto wallets and, and things that you can that you can use to uh, hold your money or your or your digital money, right? Um, I mean, our money's digital pretty much now, anyway. So yeah. I mean, it's just uh, when people say talking about dollars, I'm like, I don't I hardly ever carry cash with me now, anyway. It's all a digital transaction. They print. They don't print money really anymore. They do it digitally. Like, oh, add a couple of zeros here. There you go. Truly, truly, and that's all I'm gonna say about crypto. I would give y'all some crypto picks, but you know, I ain't, I ain't, I ain't gonna do that because then you know, if, if if the people listening get the stuff that I pick, and then they gonna be, like, oh, I didn't do nothing, and I don't want to so, be I mean, responsible. I think that might be a good portion of the show. You know what I mean? You give some picks, then tell people disclaimer: this is up to you. You know, just look at it. This is what I'm doing. You ain't got to do it. Okay. The- well, well, if you say it like there that, since yeah, disclaimer. Go ahead and put your disclaimer out there. I'm gonna go ahead and say <laughs> this. This ain't a, this ain't no financial advice. I don't know nothing about it, but I I'm, I'm here. And if you choose to follow me, that's that's on you. <laughs> so, 
But yeah, you know, one of the ones I've been really into is Shiba Anu, which it blew up like crazy. Um, I've been on it since May, and it I guess it blew up a couple months ago. It just took off. I only had, I had like a thousand, no, I had like $1,300 worth, and now I have like $10,000 worth, which is crazy. Um, just the return that it had. Another one is, that I'm thinking is going to do well is, is called VET, called VeChain. I don't even know what the purpose of it is. But everybody keeps saying it's going to do something, so I'm going to hold it because I think it might do something. And then I know another one, because right now I guess the big thing are meme tokens. So another one everybody is kind of talking about is this uh, Doja Lon Mars, which is a meme token. And a lot of people think that that – What's my man? Um, Elon Musk has a whole bunch of it. They think he's one of the top holders in the wallet, so it's become it's become pretty popular. So those okay. Are I need to need know the names. I'm writing it down myself. <laughs> you know what I mean? You said Dojalon. Yeah. Do, so D O G E L O N Dojalon. Oh, yeah. I got some Doja coin, but I ain't, ain't you know the doggy coin, whatever yeah. they call that one. Yeah, and Dojalon is on is on uh, crypto.com, so you can yeah. you can get it there. And it's like point zero 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 five or something like that. So it's cheap. Basically, you could spend twenty bucks and get like a hundred million or something like there that. There you go. So think about that, right? So if it gets up to a penny and you got a hundred million, what is that? That's a million dollars. There you go. There you go. Yeah, I don't know the quick math, but it's close. You I mean, gonna you gonna be all right. It's either, gonna be all right. yeah, I, I was like, it's either a hundred thousand or or a million, one or the other. Yeah. I don't know how yeah. many zeros you, is back right now. So you're gonna be all right, money. That's what it is. Literally. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna you're gonna, you're gonna be very satisfied with your with yourself. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. Most, <laughs> you get me make me a, a hundred dollars. You know what I mean? I'm like, yes. So <laughs> truly, yep. truly, hundred dollars a day. <laughs> truly, right? And 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 that's another thing which. We're, we're out of time on this on this topic, but like, you can stake your money and and make more money off of it. So we, we'll talk about that on another day. But it, um, let's uh, let's let's change gears. Let's take a left turn here. Right. Going down our road, and we just took a left turn. We talked about the metaverse, and it got into crypto, and here we are. <laughs> so, um. My health segment. We again, you know, if you if if you're listening to us in the middle, we got the doctor, the the great doctor Gerard Parrish. We're gonna give him his flowers while he's on this side. Um the doctor. <laughs> he went to school and got it. We're gonna call him the doctor. But anyway, right. what you got for us on the health side, boss? Uh I thought since we, you know, kind of uh got this uh, podcast back going, it's black guy therapy, um, I thought it would be a great time to uh, just talk about you know, mental health. Um, been kind of discussing that a lot to school I'm at and uh mental health for the for the black man, the uh black female, you know, us as a as a society and um kind of carrying on since uh you know George Floyd last year I think was a, a you know, a couple of years ago was a big deal. And um I think a lot of people took their mental health a lot more more seriously at the time. We had COVID, we had to uh find different ways to cope with things. We had to um, be inside, be indoors more. We didn't get to be with family. We didn't get to do the things that we normally were able to do. Um, so I'd like to just kind of 
start with uh, mental health and just give a a quick um, note for anybody who's out there who's listening and to all my brothers who are on the on here with me today um want everyone to know that you're loved to begin with and um you're not alone in the world um everyone is going through something it may not be the exact same situation that you're going through but it could be similar um someone may be depressed someone may be anxious someone may be dealing with schizophrenia or any type of uh, a mental disturbance that they may be get dealing with at this time. Um, and I think it's become more of a thing where if you're bipolar, if you're, you know, have anxiety, it's, it's okay to talk about those things. And, but I think we need to kind of go a little bit further um, with that and go like, if you have, you know, these things, we have to be institutionalized, like, you know, schizophrenia or any of these type of mind states that we have to, normalize that your you know if your brain isn't you know functioning in the correct manner you can get on medications that can help you and normalize letting the 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 outside world know that this person is okay don't look at this person um sideways because they're dealing with mental health especially in the black community it's you no know, it's oh this person's crazy um this person's this this person's that i feel like it's getting a little bit better with like depression and like i said and anxiety and, and bipolarness for the younger generation is still more faux pas for our older folks. Um, but I think it's um, very, very a good time to kind of talk about that and let everyone know that, you know, you, you are seen, you need someone to talk to, you need to find that person. Um, you know, suicide rates are up right now. Um, so, you know, if you need that, that mental health um, you know, get it. I mean, I, you know, I got young children, so it's a life, been a life change for me as well. So, you know, just, you know, the life of, of giving has been a big part of my life here recently. I'm just talking about myself and just, um, live my life full of expectations of what I expect throughout the day. And I feel like when I, ex my expectations are, you know, you know, doing for your kids, doing for, you know, your spouse and leaving myself out of it a little bit more, even though I have to take time for myself, it helps throughout the day versus, oh, I want to continue to do things I did before I had children or do the things I did before I was, an, you know, an adult and I was out of college. Once you kind of get those expectations, it kind of helps you, you know, deal with life a little bit better, helps you deal with the moment a little bit better because like I said, life is a lot about expectations. And if you expect to be living it up, always hanging out with your friends, always um, being the man, you know, a lot of ex-athletes deal with this as well. We talked about that before. You're the man. You're you're this, you're that. And when that's gone, what do you have at that point? Are you what they said you were or are you still um, that man or that woman that's, that's dealing with that? So I just want to start off talking about mental health and um, I don't know if you guys want to kind of come in here and talk about, you know, any, anyone you know that may need, you know, help, or if you know, if there's any topic you have around mental health, that's the kind of discussion I wanted to kind of start with today. Well, go ahead, Joel. I'll jump in right here. I actually, uh, for the first time in my life, got a therapist and did a good 16 weeks with a therapist just digging through, because my goal has always been to just to get better. And this is this has been made available to me through my job, so I'm like, I'm doing it. Got a counselor, winds up being a black a black man, 
and we have some of the, the best conversations in terms of me that I've ever had in my life. Because you, when you think about it, you don't get to have those deep conversations about you. Even when you meet your spouse, who's the person that you're going to spend your life with, you talk about things, but it's a back and forth conversation. Nobody on the earth is there to just listen to you. Nobody. And having that experience, I learned so much about myself because of the questions that he would ask after I would tell him something. And he continued to ask questions until I just kept convicting myself like, man, no, that was my fault. No, that was my fault. No, it wasn't this circumstance. I had this opportunity. I chose to do this in my marriage. Oh, man, I'm over here fussing about my wife. But that was my fault. That was my fault. No, that was her fault. That's hers. But if I wouldn't have started, we wouldn't even get. So it was this great experience where I, I felt like I developed so much. I evolved so much. I recognized so much of the traumas that I experienced in my youth uh, from being family, um, three kids, three different fathers, an abusive father that was the last father. We actually got into a physical altercation with this dude. And I'm like seven and my brother's 10. And as a grown man, as you can imagine, my mind. so just dealing with all of that, because you don't realize those traumatic experiences that you go through, they got to just stick to you and they hold on and they're undetected and you, you really don't. But then you start making decisions as you get older and you're like, why would I make? Why, why did I even do that? We've all asked that question, right? Why did I even waste my time with this person? This was so stupid. I'm tripping. That's why, because you can't. Put your finger on it because these experiences they've manifested themselves in these ways that you would never be able to attribute back to oh this situation happened or this so Gerard again thank you for bringing that up because mental health is clearly important in, in our community it was never something that I grew up hearing was a a positive thing to do it was always jokes behind it the number one joke being oh that dude crazy you, you know what I mean so it's just it's just good to be able to be on the other side of that now and be like, hey, I have an option. I can go or I can't go. I'm choosing to go. If you don't, doesn't mean I'm better than you, but I'm choosing to go. As a result, here's what happened for me. This may be able to happen for you, it may not, but it's worth a shot. So I'm I'm just glad to have had that experience. The funny thing about that, Joe, that was you said something that I was going to say um, concerning mental health. <clears throat> I was gonna say in our community. How many of us know a person whose first name starts with crazy? Mm -hmm. Right? That's crazy yeah. so and so. That's crazy, you know, that's crazy. Yeah. yeah. We we have to stop doing that. Now, granted, there's some historical context to why we do that, right? And and I mean, I could go back. We could go back into the plantation days to talk about that, but I'm not going to today. Um but, but we have to get out of that because when we start labeling these people, when we start labeling our people, let's, let's, let's not say these people, let's, we're talking about our people. When we start labeling mm -hmm. our people as these things, then they start to believe them, right? So if I'm a young child and my, you call my uncle Crazy Larry, right, then I'm going to believe that, uh, that Larry is crazy. And then I'm going to go my whole life thinking, okay, anybody who acts like, Larry, Uncle Larry is crazy, right? And I'm not going to give them the proper treatment or help that they need because in my mind, oh, they're crazy. I need to stay away from them because what did my mama say? That's crazy, Larry. Don't talk to him, right? Mm -hmm. And I don't think that we think about that because 
literally it's you know it's our family we we we're around them all the time and we understand and we get it but we pick up on these on these little things and and they they go with us through life right so oh that's crazy larry don't talk to him so boom you anytime you deal with somebody who act like oh man you act like my crazy larry my crazy uncle larry like i ain't ain't gonna deal with you then you're not help you're not taking the opportunity to help fix the problem and that's what we need to do in this in our community we got to help fix the problem right because we're so far behind in everything Right, and we have to, we have to, we have to start coming up. And and yeah. I'll say this now. So, um, we're talking about mental health. <clears throat> so I was a cop, right? And and I didn't. I'm not a cop anymore. Um, but but we would talk about this, or I wouldn't talk about it. But now, since I'm not a police officer anymore, I'll, I'll talk about it. But you know, if we're in jobs that we're having to project someone else's trauma on us it takes a it takes a toll on your mental health right um so i want to just say if you are working in a job where especially like a customer service job like again i was i was a police officer so i'm literally in a customer service job right customer service Mm -hmm. driven and a lot of the customers i'm dealing with are not happy right so if you're in a customer service driven job and you're dealing with negative people I don't want to say toxic because I know that's a hot button issue in our in our in our community. We, we all this they're toxic this toxic that, but I want to say negative people, right? People that are not aligning with our our energies that we that we push out into the universe. Um, we need to protect our peace, right? You can't let their bad time. Um, come on to you because what will end up happening and it happened to me like and that's why I can speak on it right I would get so involved in my job that it would affect my personal life right things there were things that I did not want to do or there were things that um, I had such a skewed um, outlook on because I had these experiences dealing with other people's trauma and like I said, I wasn't protecting my own peace. So I say that to say, if we are in these these roles, in whether it's a job, whether it's a hobby, whatever it is, if we're in these jobs, roles, hobbies, we need to protect protect our peace. Yeah, and I think a uh, you know a, a good way to kind of you know protect your your peace. Um, well, I've been talking to our students about like a fixed mindset versus a growth mindset. It's kind of piggybacking off of what you saying about crazy, crazy uncle, crazy this or that. If you know you got that fixed mindset, it just stays there forever. But when you have a a, a growth mindset, it, things can change. You don't have to be what they say you are. You don't have to be what society says you were going to be. Like. I know some uh, people in my neighborhood never got out of town, who never saw anything else. They lived in the projects. They lived in, you know, Section 8 housing. They um, And they thought that this is my life. Um, I'm never, I, my parents didn't go to college. Um, I have mental health. My mom has mental health problems. I'm going to have mental health problems. My mom wasn't smart. I'm not going to be smart. So they get caught in that same struggle. And I see some of our people, we get caught in that, you know, you live in a certain area, 
you go to class, you don't listen because nobody else listens. Why should I listen? But if we can get to a mindset of just because that happened to someone else, that doesn't mean it has to happen to me. That doesn't mean that I'm going to go down this path. My, my dad wasn't a good father, so I'm not going to be a good father. Um, you know, my, I wasn't a good husband. I, my mom, my, my mom wasn't a good wife. So I, I don't need, I don't like women, you know? So it's a lot of different things that we can learn from having a, a growth mindset of just freeing yourself from your past and freeing yourself from what society thinks you should be and, and opening up and, and trying to grow, uh, each and every day. Hey, Gerard, you know what I love about what you said? It made me think about when I, before I ever got married, I always was concerned with being married because in every relationship I had, you know, when you're young, you just, you just move. However you right. move is how you move when you're young. So I had never had a relationship where I was faithful. And then I get with my wife and I'm faithful and I put so much into it. I'm so much more vulnerable in this relationship than I've ever been in any other relationship that it doesn't take anything for her to hurt my feelings. These other relationships, these are, it didn't matter. You could cuss me out. You could do whatever you wanted. But because I wasn't invested, it didn't matter. So when I'm thinking about the, the mental health aspect, I'm like, man, if I wasn't more aware and, and more keen to who I am today, I might not even recognize that my wife didn't do anything wrong in this situation. I'm right. just more, I'm just more on edge because I put so much more stock and value in this relationship than all the others. So if it's not a specific outcome, it makes me nervous. Right. But that's, again, that's that internal look that we have to take. Like we don't pay attention to these small things. We just go through life every day. And we don't realize, hey, mental health is directly connected to how I interact with my wife, with my kids, with my coworkers, with my neighbors, with myself. Right. The way you interact is directly connected to your mental health. So if you're having consistent bad interactions, you can't blame everybody else. At some <laughs> point, you got to be like, okay, there's something that I'm doing, something I'm putting out there that's creating this consistently. So I'm glad, again, glad you brought that up because it makes me think back to how I had to deal with that head on. Like, I keep getting in these crazy situations, but the common denominator is me. <laughs> yeah, so is it, yeah. am, am I the trouble or is it, I've got these other issues from my upbringing that I'm now bringing into my adulthood. That's how they manifest themselves. So I didn't have a dad, a couple of different dads around. I'm a savior now. So these relationships I'm creating are based on broken people. And then when the broken people respond the way a broken person responds, now I'm upset, but it's because I chose a broken person. So mental health is extremely critical to your success. The old adage of hurt people, hurt people, right? Facts. Hurt people, hurt people. Yeah. Well, now we got to get this wind down in y'all. Let's let, so we just talked about mental health and, and, and how things we can do. We talked, you know, we had discussions about our personal mental health going forward. Like what are some things that we're going to do to, to help work on our mental health, right? Like what are our actionable items? Well, it's going to be different for everybody, of course, but I'll tell you what, 
there there's a level of resiliency that you have to have in life, right? I got to an age where running outside on cement, concrete, it just did not work out for my knees. It would tear me up. But I kept grinding and trying to find stuff. I found these knee braces. And guess what? Now I'm able to run outside again. So one of the best things about exercise is it kind of, or sport in general, if you're, if you're an athlete, you can completely understand this. When you're involved in that sport, nothing else is real while you're doing it. And sometimes that's the time that you need to be able to rehabilitate, whether it's a physical or mental or emotional issue. So being able to get back out and run and just, you know, do two, three, four miles and just run for 30, 40 minutes, just some earbuds, listen to some, it does so much for your mental health to just be outdoors, number one. And for me, it's been such a blessing to have found those braces because I gave up on running outside. And now that I'm able to enjoy it, and not have the lasting ramifications or implications on those knees, I, I'm just thrilled. So that's one of the things that I'm doing. I'm, I'm getting back into the habit of being outdoors and just running, hot, cold, rain, whatever, just getting out there. That's perfect. I mean, it's, it's funny. Um, I have a Peloton, so um, I, I use it a lot. <laughs> um, I, or I, let me say I use a lot. I use it a lot some days. How about or some months? How about that? Some months I use a lot. Some months I don't. Um, but when I tell you, it just feels you you don't understand. And you, and it doesn't have to be a Peloton. It can be anything. But when for me competing is big, right? So when I'm on the Peloton and I am riding and I am competing against another person out there who's, who is writing the same time as me, right? We're literally trying to be on top of the leaderboard. You don't understand what that does for me to just escape the moment. And I guess maybe I'm trying to say sometimes when we're, when we're talking about mental health, we just need to escape the moment to bring us our peace, right? So, you know, yes. you may not have a lot of time, but let's say you have 20, 10, 15 minutes a day, whether you go ride a bike, whether you, like you, Joe, you run, or if you just sit there in silence, you just need to escape the moment to get back to yourself. So I don't know. That's what I say. I'll leave it at that period. Full stop. Yep. Uh, I mean, I feel you guys on the exercise. That's one of the things that I've, I've been, doing and trying to get to do more Been doing it a little bit less than I'd like to to new baby and everything. So yeah, you're looking soft over there. I'm looking at you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm trying to, trying to figure that out. But I mean, another thing that I've, I'm trying to do is um, work on mindfulness. You know, people, you hear people mm -hmm. talk about it and um, yep. just really, you know, doing breathing exercises sometimes and, you know, just, just focusing on my breath and just seeing how uh, much that, you know, kind of affects your health and how that um, kind of frees your mind up some. And um, sometimes I'm um, trying to work on while I'm doing that, if I have any thoughts, writing them writing them down. Um, or when I, if I pray, write it down. I feel like that physical uh, expression of actually, you know, putting pen to paper has been a big help, help for me. Um, just, just, being able to think and then write things down and being able to look back at it 
have a, have a journal during my mindfulness moments or, you know, just have the mindfulness after I exercise, just to have a bit of, uh, you know, mental clarity about the day's events. Um, so that's um, outside of exercise, the things that I'm trying to get better at and to do do more of. So that's how I'm trying to take care of my, my mental health. See, and, and words have meanings, right? I mean, think about it. Think about the root word, like spelling, right? When we're writing, we're spelling, right? So what do people do? They cast spells, right? We are literally creating our own reality with the words that we project into this dimension, right? Into this density is actually what I'm going to call it. Um, so words matter. There you go. Um, with that being said, y'all, we... <laughs> We literally have almost talked for an hour. We we are literally at the end. Incredible. That is crazy because Incredible. it didn't even feel like an hour. So, um, we just left. We pretty much basically gave you the the keys right at the at the end, right? Because that's what we do now. We're we're gonna we're we're, we're doing our actionable items, right? Where where before we do our final thoughts, I mean, now we're giving these actionable items. So um, does anybody have anything to say with the last few moments that we have in today's, or I say today's, that this would be this week. We're doing this once a week now. So um, anybody, anything? Yeah. Um, Go ahead, ahead, Gerard. You sure? Yeah, yeah. All right, I'll jump in there. So, so for me, man, this this time off, uh, while it was it was tough, it was also fantastic. It gave me the opportunity to kind of step back and reflect on anything that I'm saying, anything I'm putting out there in the atmosphere, making sure that I that my purpose is clear, and I want to make sure that I say that right now too. Anytime that I'm talking, I want to make sure that people understand my goal is not to convince you to think like me or to feel like me, my goal is just to offer a perspective that you may or may not have. And if it's one that you don't have, just being able to leverage that as the the counterbalance to whatever the argument, conversation, thought, decision you have to make is, okay, if I do this, it could turn out this way based on my thoughts. Joel went through something similar. Here's what he did. I don't think I would do that. Here's how it turned out for him. Maybe I wanna land right in the middle. That's all I want to do is I want to give you a different perspective that you can use. I never want to convert or convince somebody to the theology of Joel. I'll never put myself out there as an expert on anything except for my life and my experiences. So with that being said, any questions you have, any thoughts you have, please, please, please reach out to us. We're here. We're more than willing to engage and and kind of discuss some of the questions that pop up from time to time. Um, but also note that our goal is not to make a bunch of sheep that just follow us and want to fit into our echo chamber. We just want to provide thoughts, perspectives from our own experiences. And if you're able to leverage them, it's fantastic. And if you're able to share yours with us, it helps to balance us too. So continue to continue to engage and connect with us. Great. Thanks for that, Joel. That's great. It's great. Um, I'm going to keep it, keep it short. I know we ain't got much time, but um, just uh, to echo what we talked about earlier. Just take care of your, your mental mental health. Take care of your mental space. Um, you know, focus on you. Um, if you need to have a counselor to talk to you, um, 
do that and don't feel ashamed about it. Be unapologetically you. Um, make sure that you know your family knows that you need this help. Um, and if you don't need help, that's okay too. You may be somebody who can help others and somebody that can listen. Um, be someone who can listen um, without solving a problem. Sometimes we have you know, family members or friends who just need someone to listen, listen to them so that they can just get something off their chest and we could be that person for them as well. So um, that's my little, little note today. Just be consistently uh, um, healthy individual and try to do that the best way you can each and every day. And if you need help, you know, reach out to us um, if you need to talk to someone. We can, we can we, we're not a counselor, but, you know, we can help find you help or just, you know, be someone to listen to you as well. So everybody keeps saying reach out to us. I guess I should probably say if you want to reach out to us, you should probably reach reach out to us at bgtcast at gmail.com. Yeah, we'll we'll there probably we'll probably change that at some point uh in the near future. But yeah, reach out to us at bgtcast at gmail.com. Um and I'm just gonna leave you with this. Be consistent in whatever you do. Um I am trying, I'm personal here, I'm trying to get back into the consistent grind of working out right so i tell myself every day be consistent so if i be consistent i can get stuff done so be consistent and be intentional in everything that you do and with that we will see you on well we won't see you because we're not looking at you but we'll hear you or nah we ain't even gonna hear you you'll hear us next week how about i get my words right because words matter we'll hear you we'll hear no not where you're you will hear us next week how about that is that good for everybody that's good that's good the good word from the good brother hey i'm here i'm here for you i'm just happy to be here that is my saying that's what i live by and uh (laughs) we'll go from there but anyway it's been real y'all we back uh season 5.5 we out hey todd what's up before you go okay give them one time of our favorite song hey now they may not even be able to hear that because the outro music is going on so but hopefully they did hopefully we'll see thank you sir i appreciate it no problem we'll see y'all next time and we'll we'll, you'll hear us next week all right see y'all peace